So yesterday we were talking about sin and is sin serious? And the 10 second summary of the homily is that, well, yes it is, uh, because it cost Jesus his life on the cross. And the sin is serious because of the person sinned against. And ultimately all sin, all sin is, is against God. We sin against God. We, we decide not to do, not to follow, not to obey uh, what God has given us. So because of that, our sin is, generally speaking, yes, much greater than we realize. And yet at the same time, God's mercy is much, much greater than we realize as well. So like the power of the sacraments, the power of confession, the power of the divine mercy chaplet, whatever it may be, so many ways in which we can access um, extremely, extremely powerful graces. So I was thinking today, though, that uh, often when it comes to the issue of sin, we, we don't use that word anymore anyway or as in we should, but in generally speaking, in society, it's not used anymore. And very often, the description of oneself will be, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. Uh, and this is a kind of a made-up term, in a way, um, because what, who is a bad person? Uh, who, how, how, does, how does that work? Because, I mean, if I, if I do lots of good things, if I do, if, you know, if I... Um, if I'm an entrepreneur and I hire, I, I employ 60 people, and um, I'm, you know, I've brought three children into the world with the same wife, right? And I pay my taxes and I recycle and I'm part of the local old building restoration committee, and I've done all sorts of good work there, right? And I commit adultery on occasion. Am I a good person or not? How does it work? I mean, how? Because do you, do you weigh up all the good things versus all the bad things and then kind of see which way the balance goes? How, how do we work this out, good person, bad person? We don't, because you can't. It's not the way God sees us. It doesn't work that way. We're, we're all, if you will, beloved children of God who make mistakes, all beloved children of God who sin. That, so it, it's not good person. Good person, bad person just doesn't work. Because then the idea seems to be if you're a good person, then everything you do is good. And if you're a bad person, everything you do is bad. And in reality, that doesn't work for anyone. It's just not, it's just not a, it doesn't work to describe people. Recently I heard an expression, I'm sure many of you have heard it as well, uh, which I think helps us to understand the idea of sin and our fallen nature. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a line that's often used in, in healing ministry. And it says, suffering that isn't transformed is often transmitted. Suffering that isn't transformed is often transmitted. And when you, when you think of this in, in, in practical terms, it is unfortunately accurate. It is so often the case. If you meet someone uh, who suffers from alcoholism, you will find alcoholism maybe in their parents, very often in their parents. So, so they saw what it was like to live in a family where mom or dad or both drank a lot and now they struggle with it. they suffered because of that and now they struggle with exactly the same thing even though they saw it was wrong they saw it hurt them why are they doing the same thing because suffering that isn't transformed is, is, is transmitted or in, in a family where where maybe a family father or mom worked really really hard so hard the kids hardly knew them because they were always out always doing the next thing always striving for the next promotion the next contract and the kids saw the absence of mom and dad all the time and suffered because of it. But then when they go to second school and college, they want to do the same thing. They want to be an entrepreneur. They want to change the world. They want to make lots of money. They want to and do exactly the same, make exactly the same mistake that they saw lived in, in their own life, be absent to their kids. Or 
so often when if, if, if someone suffered maybe because of bullying, they find themselves then pushing someone else down in their own environment or in their own career, maybe to make themselves feel big, they start being less than kind to their own wives. So this suffering that they, that they received, they now hand on. It's, it's an awful cycle. Uh, even in some areas maybe of, of certain cities where there'd, there'd be high criminality or high unemployment or things like that. And very often, that just gets passed on to the next generation. Even though they saw what it was like, they saw the, the lack of opportunities they had because maybe they didn't go to school, didn't finish school, didn't take school very seriously. Um, they saw what it was like to be living in an environment where crime or these kind of things are normal and yet find themselves doing exactly the same thing. Because suffering that isn't transformed is transmitted. So what am I saying? I'm saying now when it comes to sin, our sin isn't because we're good people or bad people. Our sin is because we're wounded people. Now, that at times mitigates our sin, makes our sin less serious, but we are still responsible for it. I'm still responsible for my, I'm always, I'm, I am responsible for my actions. I can't say Satan made me do it. I mean, these are my actions I chose. God does see the heart and doesn't know the circumstances behind it. But it's just, like, as I say, a good person, bad person doesn't work. But we are, we are, we're, we're fallen. And we make mistakes that we are responsible for. So in order to, 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 to stop sinning, if you will, in order to avoid certain sins, we have to heal the root of that sin in the first place. Otherwise, you're just, you're just cutting the weeds and leaving the roots. We have a very good gardener here. Now, if he, he knows if he just mows over the nettles, they'll be back in two weeks. Mow over them again, they'll be back in two weeks. You have to spray them, kill the roots. Kill the roots. And this is where... I think there needs to be a, a rediscovery of, of Jesus, the healer of hearts. Jesus, the healer of, of, our, of our minds. Jesus, the healer of our souls. If there's a healing service for the body, say, for example, there's, there's a faith healer who has been known to, to heal cancer or leukemia or tumors or whatever it may be, blindness, you, the, the, those events will, will draw quite large numbers of people, thankfully. Thank God, it's a very legitimate ministry and it's a very good ministry. And yet, and yet, that is not, it's not the most important healing ministry. It's not. Because with a healthy body, you can dance your merry way to hell. It's so, a healthy body is not, it's not the highest good. A healthy heart, healthy soul, on the other hand, that's, that's another world. So, I think, I think there's going to be a rediscovery of this because I think we're going to see the need for this. The need is so blatantly apparent as it is, but I think, I think there will be a rediscovery of, of Jesus, the healer of souls, Jesus, the healer of hearts. Because otherwise, we just keep chopping the, the tops off of our sins and wondering why they keep coming back. If we get to the root of the sin, why, why, why do I do that? Why am I so rude with people? Why am I so dismissive with people? Why don't I take any time to, to know a person's heart? Why do I keep everybody so far away? Why am I so cold? Why am I so judgmental? Why am I so impure? Why am I so critical? Why do I gossip so much? Why am I simply never happy with anything anybody does? Why am I, uh, why am I so hard to live with? <laughs> why, like, if I have to live with everybody else, well, everybody else has to live with me, don't they? So if I have to tolerate everybody else's weaknesses, well, then they have to tolerate mine too, don't they? 
So, community life is a great teacher. <laughs> Marriage, similar kind of idea. It's, it's a form of community life. Uh, but, so we're, we're, we have these, these sinful tendencies, which I, I think so often stem from this, 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 these wounded hearts. And it's because I'm hurt and I'm wounded, I want to make myself feel big and important, then I boast. Because I don't want to be hurt by anyone, I act like I don't care. I just keep everyone far away. And because I'm, I'm sensitive and people's opinion on matters to me, maybe it matters more than it should, then I'm just dismissive and critical of everyone because I don't care. And maybe because I'm hurt because of what I've seen in the past, I drink because I don't want to feel it anymore. I don't want to have to think of these things anymore, so I just numb myself. And it's fine. It's fine. No one cares. It's grand. It'll be, it'll be all right. And so the cycle continues. And invariably, I'll pass that on to my children and them to theirs. So we've got to break the cycle. We've got to break that. We've got to stop. We've got to make sure that, that my woundedness and the addictions or the distractions that I use to hide that, the sin that is caused by that, does not get passed on. I have to break it. I have to. I. I. I cannot allow that happen to happen to the next generation because of me. And this is, I think, a wonderful opportunity to discover Jesus as the healer of hearts. Jesus as the healer of my soul. So that in adoration, in prayer, it's it's so intentional and deliberate, as opposed to having a nice quiet hour with the Lord, which is good. To come to the Lord, as such with an open, an openness, an open heart, an open uh, will and mind. Lord, heal me. Just here, here's, here's my heart, just mess as it is and incomplete as it is and hurt as it is and, and kind of out of control as it is because I just can't control the stupid thing. It just won't listen. You know, when I'm just, <laughs> our minds, we have some control over stupid hearts, we don't. You, just, you can't shut things off. You know, if you're offended by someone, you can't say, oh, I choose not to be offended. <laughs> I'm still annoyed. Or you find yourself getting jealous, or you find yourself getting angry or, or proud. And you, there's just no bloody switch for you. you, just, you can't, I can't control my heart. It just won't listen. <laughs> Lord, heal this stupid heart of mine. Heal my heart. Just, just, just grant that I don't have to think this way and act this way and, and fill these holes like I do because it's just that's not from you that's not from you I don't want to think this way I don't want to feel this way Lord I want to forgive I want to forgive those those people in my past who've hurt me and I'm just I'm I'm tired of, of pretending that I don't care because I do I'm tired of pretending it doesn't hurt because it does Lord help me to forgive Lord help me to stop stop hiding for fear that someone might see the real me. Help me not to accept myself as I am, uh, even though I, uh, I've compared myself to others all of my life and I tend to come out inferior in so many ways. Lord, help me, help me to, to see myself as you do. Help me to accept myself and love myself. Because if I don't, I'm going to look for love in all the wrong ways, in all the wrong places, and find myself I think you know how, how this one runs out, how this one plays out. I mean, in, in your teenage years, you're going out and you're 
superficial relationships and then marrying the wrong people and then divorcing the wrong people, well, the, the, the people you married, and then all the, everything like that, that ensues after that. Just because I want to be loved. So much pain. Jesus needs to heal our hearts and that needs to happen now because there isn't <laughs> I'm getting old fast and uh, I'm realising that time passes so quickly I think once you hit your 30s you're suddenly 40 how did that happen? Uh, and if you're in the world and you're a parent you now have kids who will be in their early teens like the formation of their hearts is almost done from your perspective there isn't a lot more you can do once they hit 12, 13 the foundations are set that's, that's a startling reality so I want my heart to be healed now otherwise the suffering that isn't transformed that isn't healed will be transmitted so let's stop that cycle in our psalm today, we heard just these beautiful words. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help. In our prayer and in our renewed prayer this Holy Week, let us delve into the Lord's heart. Let us ask him for the healing of our own hearts. Let us discover him as our shield, our rock, our refuge, our stronghold, our healer. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank you all for joining us on YouTube or on Paving the Way Home or on Spotify, wherever you've listened to these homilies. Thank you so much for being part of our mission and for continuing to support our mission. It was a great gift that during lockdown uh, we could branch out or broaden uh, our, our outreach so much uh, through technology. So it was, that's been a wonderful privilege and honour. Uh, I'd ask two things, if I may. <clears throat> One that we'd really appreciate your prayers for our mission. So we have our young people here with us this year. And then there are also, there's a youth ministry, family ministry, and hopefully in the near future, men's ministry, which we hope to engage in. So we'll ask for your prayers for uh, all of those outreaches. And if you feel that the Lord is calling you to support us also financially, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, running a place like this is, is not cheap, and uh, we do need uh, benefactors' help to, to keep the show on the road and to keep our doors open and to keep this place of formation uh, alive for uh, the young people that come to us. We have opened our applications for next year as well. So if you know anybody who might like to apply, they can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie. And also, if you'd like to make any donations, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, or send us an email if you'd like to uh, arrange some other form of donation. But we would be greatly, greatly appreciative of any support that you can give us uh, through your prayer and through your financial support. All right. So God bless, and we're praying for you here in Holy Family.